Psalm 92, verses 12 and 13. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. I wrote in the book Signpost, uh, while the righteous might prefer a tranquil and sequestered life, God is calling them into his service. If you count yourself as one of the righteous doing your part in advancing the kingdom, ask yourself this, are you ready? Are you willing? You have heard of God's call. Are you prepared to join? I think that if I had, uh, I wrote that probably a long time ago, and probably I was sitting on the sidelines a little bit myself. And I really did not view church as uh, the way I now view it. Um, is in the middle of a recalcitrant world that really doesn't want to hear the truth, um, kind of puts their hands over the ears and screams, bah, 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 you know, so they don't hear um, what Adam and Eve heard when they had transgressed. And so many people in the Bible have, you know, walked away or have not engaged in the battle. So spiritual warfare is actually quite real. And I think that we shouldn't dwell on it necessarily, but I know, you know, your predecessor, Chuck Davis, taught a whole course in seminary on spiritual warfare. Um, and I've done a book by a very good author who uh, has written about it. It's, it's, it's quite evident in, in, the, in the world we live in, um, whether we're Americans or any other country, um, Really, if if you're attending church, it, it, it's really all about Jesus and a world that God wants to see transformed, but it has to be done one individual at a time in a funny kind of way. It's not a group thing uh, in general. I mean, it's, you might everybody might see the same thing in the right, but the, but the light, the truth of God, is really what you know, attending church is about and doing something about it in your own life. I want to tie these two ideas together of, of spiritual warfare and the illustration in here in Psalm 92, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They'll grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. Um, sometimes I think when people first hear about spiritual warfare, it sounds like they have to now learn a whole new paradigm and a whole mm. new skill set for combating spiritual mm. warfare. And there's stuff to learn for sure. But really the way to stand firm in the, in the spiritual war is to be rooted like this tree, the cedar of Lebanon or a palm tree or in another place of scripture, an oak of righteousness uh, to be rooted, as it says here in the house of the Lord, to be rooted in scripture, to be rooted in Christ to have your roots and your authority come from the God who created you. The more we do that, the more we are equipped for the spiritual war, for the battle. And that's that's something I think any Christian can understand. It's not like, okay, here's a whole new thing. It's no, 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 more and more of what you're already doing. And yes, you have to be aware of what's going on in the spiritual realities of the kingdom of darkness and all of that. And there are things to learn there. But mostly it's you 
um, forming more and more deeply into your identity in Christ, like a tree whose roots are getting the life sustaining water. That's, that's, you know, that's our main job. I just wanted to kind of tie these two ideas together and maybe give people some reassurance if, if hearing the phrase spiritual warfare is new, um, your first step is, is more of Christ. So I have, I have one question here. How does what you're talking about tie in with discovering what your spiritual gifts are? You as an individual. Well, yeah, I think spiritual gifts are, are um, hard to understand unless you have your 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 first rootedness in the spirit or in Christ, because the gifts or, or as another uh, new Testament image, spiritual fruit, the fruit of the spirit fruit comes secondarily. The roots come first. If you have a tree with no roots, it'll never bear fruit. And so, um, I think I'm answering your question and and just saying like, look, a spiritual gift, a, a fruit of the spirit, it comes from somewhere and it's not you. <laughs> so yeah. more and more of the spirit, more and more of Christ, and he will bear that fruit in your life. My last comment is, um, you know, they, you should know what some of the, I mean, you should actually look into what some of the spiritual gifts are. I think there are mm-hmm. many as 20. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, not everybody has every one of them. Most of them, most people have one or two, maybe three, maybe. Mm-hmm. as aspects of who they are, their character, how they've been, you know, their experience, their character, their makeup. Um, and oftentimes they're surprising. You know, you, you didn't know you had this and then suddenly you have it and you catch fire. Uh, but it's, it's just actually knowing what they are, I think is helpful. Indeed.